it's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So, stay tuned. Hi, Janine. Hello. How fabulous this is. There you are in, are you in Surrey? Yeah, so, so oh. I can say Southwest London if I want to sound cosmopolitan. <laughs> I grew up in Surrey, um, but yeah, and I can, I can go frightfully Surrey if I want to sound frightfully posh, um, and I don't think I can do anything else. So <laughs> it's, um, it's absolutely fabulous to talk to you, and I know this is going to be too packed full of too many fabulous tips, so let's just go straight in there. I'm going to introduce you with what you've got on your LinkedIn profile which is that you are a small business mentor, the creator of the secret marketing show, which before the end of this chat, we must make sure people know how to go and see that um, online. The content marketing myth is your book that you are working on currently. Yes, tapping away. Yes, well, I think there's a few of us tapping away. So we should actually maybe just have a support group um, as well for book writing. That would be a good idea. So let, I, I think we should just go straight in at the, at the sharp end of all this, because we're talking about marketing and there's a heck of a lot of stuff out there. And I think, especially when you're in your early stages of growing your business, you can get drowned in it. We are also talking about wanting to keep our personal kind of you-ness, our voice out there. So you're trying to do that. You're getting drowned by conflicting advice and you end up in a nasty pile of mess on the floor um, burning out. So let's just start. What, what the heck is marketing and what maybe are some myths of marketing? Yeah, love, love this topic. Um, what is marketing? I don't think enough people stop to ask that question. Um, because it's actually very, very simple. It's a business function like finance or HR, but people have got lost along the way. They got a bit distracted with this whole content and social media malarkey. And there's so many people and content, producing content can be wonderful for producing leads and for getting visible, but it is not the only way. You do not have to be on every platform and it can be a fabulous procrastination tool you know let me let me write loads of blogs let me do lots of videos let me be very very lovely and give away all my best content for free because that's what i'm told to do and that means i don't have to be the pushy salesperson. i don't have to be the sleazy marketer and people think marketing and sales is you know horrible and pushy so um that's that's why i'm writing my book the content marketing myth dot com i put the dot com on there because you can go and sign up for the waitlist I love it. Oh no, we'll, we'll mention that again before the end of this chat. Can I just say that in that opening um, little thing that you've just said there, you have literally walked inside my mind. Um, I, mean, I did the yeah. same. As this, this is why I was so frustrated with it because I, despite 
all of my years of um, marketing training and marketing experience in big businesses, small businesses, doing marketing for the people. When I set up on my own, I fell into the same trap. I fell into the same trap. Oh, well, obviously the way to do marketing nowadays is to um, write loads of blogs and get visible and, and be on every platform and I, I wasted so much time consuming other people's content and then I wasted time trying to plan my own content when I hadn't actually stopped to look at what I was selling to who. Right, so that, so having, having now um, bust that myth of you've got to be everywhere all over the bloody shop and all the rest of it, um, we, we, yeah, so number one, because this is, this is like, and this is the thing that I've been so bad at doing and realise I'm still not there with this, is having some kind of a, a plan. Oh, yeah. How <laughs> about that for an idea? So does that, does that get us into uh, solving that problem of, of, of trying to be everywhere all, all, all the time for everyone? Absolutely. Yeah, I love a plan. I, I'm not a natural planner, and that's why I love planning possibly even more because I appreciate it so much more. And, and what, what I've come to realise in the last year or so is um, it really helps to consider the doing, the implementing, as part of the planning process. I think that really helps to... Um, so a marketing plan can be very, very simple. And for a small business, it should be simple. And the objective is to save you time, to save you money. It's not to drown yourself in loads of to-dos and shoulds and you know do these 10 things and you will earn XK a month. It's let's get it really, really simple. What one thing you know can you offer to people who you like to work with that will make you the most money, that will help them the most, and it'll be easy, easy for you to, to do. Mm. And, and then and then that is your that's the core of your plan and then how do you let people know about it choose the channel that you love you love using so I love LinkedIn and I love mucking about on videos so I use that um I don't blog very much I'm rarely on Facebook I'm not really on Instagram uh, or Twitter much so mm. you know you won't find me there because I love LinkedIn and I just I'm on there all the time and that's you know I can't spread myself too thinly and that's where my audience are as well yeah, yeah. So when you say it like that, Janine, it just sounds so blinking straightforward, doesn't it? And and we do get ourselves so tangled up. Um, and also, if you start on a platform, there's this weird voice in your head which says, "Oh, I have, I must carry on <laughs> way beyond a point where it makes any sense." Yeah, I did, I did that last year, actually. I was like, right, I'm going to start doing weekly Facebook Lives. And, um, and I was like, right, okay, you know, I'm going to ask people. It's going to be a live Q&A. Um, people can ask me anything. And it's, you know, lucky them. They get free consultation. All they have to do is show up. Well, my audience wasn't big enough, certainly not on Facebook. So not very, just a few of my friends turned up, basically. And we had a nice chat every week. It was a complete waste of time. <laughs> Um, so I carried it on to the end of the year, even though I knew it wasn't going anywhere. Um, but I should have stopped it earlier, really. But um, I thought, well, at least at the end of the year, it, it sort of felt easier to stop it then. So what do you think? Because I'm, I'm in that, I'm slightly in that situation myself. And so what do you think is the, is the little um, red alert button in your head that, that you should listen to in terms of 
don't carry on with this? I think having some really, really simple measures kind of on a post-it or something, something that you can check every day, um, you know, is it bringing me leads? Is it going to lead to sales? Are people engaging with it? Does it, does it seem like I am doing, you know, uh, people are wanting what I'm putting out there? Because it's not all about engagement, of course. It's, you know, is this, is this a lead generation exercise or is it a visibility exercise? So that's, I suppose that's a key point that that's I do, good. Yeah. do in the book. Um, it's one of my favorite things because I think people get muddled up with the, um, what's, what's visibility building and brand building, which is very long-term, takes ages, slow burn. You've got to be consistent, consistently visible, as everybody says. And the other side of things is the lead generation where you, you often have to be a little bit braver and put out calls to action, tell people what you want them to do, maybe horror of horrors actually proactively outreach to people that seem interested and, and have a conversation with them <gasps> <gasps> i could this is so you you're again back inside my mind so that's a great tip that not everything is there for the same purpose and um and, and when you do find yourself getting, you see, say, for instance, you uh, you start a Facebook group and you, and you have some really lovely people in it. Anybody think I was talking about myself here um, and you commit to doing regular Facebook lives and, and daily tactics and all the rest of it. And then you think this is actually quite time consuming. Uh, and I am. I have got three people who quite regularly like these posts and occasionally one of them actually writes a comment as well. And when I do a Facebook live, I have had a maximum of two people turn up. Um, but the problem is I'm a really nice person and they're really nice people and they're getting a lot of value out of this. So it would be horrible for me to stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, you know, how do you, uh, how do you just switch that part of your brain off? Um, I would, if you can imagine that you are a friend of yours, what advice would you give to them? You know, if you're think about how many, how many hours you're spending giving free advice, doing Facebook lives, following and engaging and, and nurturing that community, how many, how many leads are you getting out of it? Are you getting any sales at all? Um, I have heard this is not this is not personal experience, but I've heard lots of other people specifically thinking about Facebook groups, setting up Facebook groups, nurturing a lovely, warm community. And when they do finally try and sell, the Facebook group can turn a bit like, hang on a minute. Yes. What, what are you doing? Yes. So, um, <laughs> yes. So, so, yeah, that's so in fact yeah there are certain things which you have to accept they're really not going to they're not going to be sales platforms and if you're if that's your thing and you just want to give that value then nobody's going to stop you but but with your business hat on and that's the thing isn't it remembering to put your business hat on and and putting your business hat on if you're a business owner does not turn you into an evil person no, but I would say, you know, do try if, if you, if, if you are talking about yourself or if you're talking about a friend, a friend. Yeah. Yeah. A friend um, of mine. Do try it. Do try and you can always put calls to action in there because mm. these people in there, mm. on the other hand, 
they might be like, God, I wish somebody would help me more with this. You know, these, these mm. one hour lives or whatever that Trisha's putting on are, are, are fine, but it's not really getting to the nub of it. I need to work with somebody one-to-one and they might be waiting for you to mm. say, you know, by the way, mm. I have got an opening. You know, I do have this course. I do have this mm. program. I do have this mastermind or whatever you can, you know, is most yeah. appropriate. A bit, yeah, so being a bit brave and not not thinking that it's a terribly evil thing to even mention the fact that you're running a business, um, I think is an important thing to bear in mind. And talking about being brave, I just need to talk about your secret marketing show because <laughs> it's just the business. Now, obviously, not all listeners will be familiar with this. So number one, where, where's the best place to hook into it? YouTube? Um, you can you can look at all of the videos on YouTube. Yes, youtube.com forward slash c forward slash Janine Coombs. Um, LinkedIn, presumably that will give yeah. you a link there as if well. You link, yeah, you can so the main thing is secret marketing show. Now, what the heck is that? You may ask. Well, it's uh, it's quirky, brave, out there, entertaining, incredibly humorous, and yet, and yet also giving valuable tips so um if i just say to you that listeners that janine uh she plays multiple characters in these videos she puts on wigs and hats and false beards and goodness knows what um uh, is in various locations talking to her other persona at the same time it's that quirky and crazy and yet it is always about something that we will all resonate with if we're in business. And um, so how, what, what was the light bulb moment that led to this? Um, I can't remember whether I've actually told you this or not, but um, there is a story behind it. A friend of mine who's a LinkedIn trainer and regularly does videos got a, a message from somebody saying that they um, create business videos um, for a living and would she like some free advice about how to maximize her impact and that sort of thing and she said go on then if it's free you know give us some pointers and all the feedback that this person gave her was about her appearance it was it was you look too young to be credible your voice is too high you sound like a school teacher maybe you should wear more makeup and perhaps a set of pearls <laughs> hilarious just hilarious and and she her response to this was to go on you know to share it on linkedin and just say you're very mature she did a very mature video saying look i've got this feedback um i don't agree with it i feel like it wouldn't have been given to a man what do you think what do you think? And she was very mature. My reaction to it was, oh my God, I want to dress up with way too much makeup and change my voice and put on pearls and do a spoof video. And um, just the, the, the feeling was overwhelming. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't stop myself. And um, so I kind of asked for her permission because I, I felt, you know, I did, was a bit nervous about piggyback. I didn't want to be piggy, mm. piggybacking on something that was hers. So I made sure I referred to, you know, referenced her and everything. Janine Capaldi is her name. She's great. She's wonderful LinkedIn trainer. She's going to be one of my podcast hosts. So we're, yeah. we'll, that's brilliant. Yeah. No, is awesome. Um, so I did, I did a video and um, put on pearls, loads of makeup and just said, you know, 
but I was doing a credibility credibility makeover because <laughs> obviously to be considered as professional you need loads of makeup and to wear pearls and put on a voice and stuff and the reaction was ridiculous you know I was quite nervous I thought oh my god what am I doing it's LinkedIn it's a professional platform mm. I felt really really nervous when I pushed that publish button but I just couldn't I couldn't stop myself because I was making myself laugh so much. <laughs> it was it gone beyond what are other people going to think. It was just like, I think this is really funny and it's Friday. So, you know, people relax a bit on a Friday. The, the reaction was ridiculous. Um, people were saying it was so hilarious. And um, I got a message from one woman saying that it was the first time she'd laughed in months because she'd gone through a major... Um, health issue and she hadn't laughed for months and she saw my stupid video and made and it made her laugh and I was just like oh my goodness that is ridiculous I must continue with this because you know if I'm making other people laugh and I'm making myself laugh it's got to be good. Do you know what I think that is a real litmus test because um, as you know I recently put something a bit quirky up and um, I insisted on showing my poor long-suffering husband when he got home from work um, quite tired and everything but I said no you must look up my video because um, it's all about me and um, <laughs> and as I was showing it to him I was laughing and I thought <laughs> I, I joked about it I said gee how are you, what kind of egomaniac am I turning into I am not but actually and it's the same there are two things there you said that nervous feeling when you press publish I spoke to um, Trevor Young recently and he said exactly that that he'd been told you need to feel a little bit nervous when you press publish because it kind of says not because you think i've done a rubbish job oh gee but you you've done a good job but you've done something you believe in mm. and you're kind of putting it out there and there there is a little bit of a leap of your heart as you do it and and the fact that if you can laugh at something then it, yeah, there could be loads of people who don't think it's funny, but we don't mind about them, do we? Because there will be a group of people like you, like me, who think it's hilarious. Um, and I guess that's the other thing, is you're not going to please everybody all the time. So I don't, what, So you got really good reaction from that, and then you've continued to do this as a regular thing. Have you had anybody pile in saying this is ridiculous, how unprofessional? Um, surprisingly, no, um, I've, I think it's so obvious whether you're going to like it or not in the first second that people just won't watch and then don't bother commenting yeah. uh, if they don't like it. I have had some um, feedback um, from a reasonably sizable influencer on LinkedIn. He's, he said that my videos, um, he wouldn't recommend people doing videos like mine because they take too long to produce. Ah and um it's it's really it's like well a you don't know how long they took me to produce yeah one of them one of them from concept to recording to everything editing and everything it took me two hours and i've already been able to to circulate it twice they get such amazing reach um i think it was worth it yeah. you know i think they're yes, worth absolutely so it's, yeah it, it ties into my one of my drums I bang mm. is when somebody you respect and they could be friends, family or influencers or peers, they give you, they give you advice. You've got to really think about your objective. Remember your objective. They don't know your objectives. 
Mm. He doesn't know my objective for this, for my video series. Mm. To, my, my objectives, my main objectives was to raise my visibility. As it happens, it created leads as well. But, um, you know, that, that kind of thing, it, it really achieved, overachieved my, all my wildest expectations of visibility. Mm. Yeah. So it was worth it to me. It, so it's, in, you know, I do respect the person I'm talking about. But in this case, they don't know my business. They didn't know my objectives. So that's a, that in itself is a whole other debate, a discussion, because actually, I think, especially in the early stages of growing a business, the the risk factor of taking on everybody's advice. If you if you chuck in a little bit of imposter syndrome in there as well, you know, you are absolutely primed for grabbing on to people's advice and off you go running in all these different directions that's the way I have to do it. of course that's the way I have to do it um actually I was told right at the beginning of my journey um working with somebody again that I totally respect um but they really underplayed the fact that my background is as a professional actor and they didn't want me to talk about it at all. They said it would kind of really clash with me setting up as a communication coach. Communication being quite a vital word in this. Um, so I had a total sense of being squashed and suffocated as a human being. Um, but I went along with it because I thought, well, this person knows more about business than I do. So... And okay, it doesn't matter because I evolved. And, it, and in many ways, maybe you, you have to go on that journey anyway. And maybe you take some stuff back and then you put it back in and then you take that out. And you, yeah, so it, it's, it's not a set thing, is it, that happens from day one? Yeah, that's funny. I worked with somebody on his, um, uh, somebody just wanted like a, a one hour, power hour kind of thing on video. And um I gave him some feedback. I was like, you know, feel, you know, move a bit, you know, be, be natural on camera. He said, oh, that's funny. Somebody else told me to not, that I was moving too much and that I needed to. So he was on video, not moving his head, not moving his body, not gesticulating at all. And just. What's the point in that? I, I know. Yeah. you're quite still, fine. But if you're naturally. Exactly. A lot and, and move your face. Then exactly. Do and, and don't be told by people you have to have a pot plant behind you in videos either <laughs> what, what is that about so honestly it is um uh it's quite obvious that we could talk for approximately five hours um and that might be a problem for the listeners to this podcast so what we'll probably do is get you back again later on in this series because it's going to be you know episode number 320 um and and talk more but i want you to just tell us a bit more about this book that you're when, when's it coming out um what's the core concept of it okay i'm not nailing myself down to an actual date okay, very wise really want it to be this year um, i'm aiming for winter uh, in time for christmas so everybody can buy <laughs> themselves um so if you if you're interested go to the contentmarketingmyth.com and sign up on the wait list and it is it touches on the, the subjects we've been talking about it's you know this this feeling of overwhelm um that co creating content is the only way um i'm not content bashing i you know i think there are good things about creating content but it's also this big pit that a lot of small business owners just fall into and i certainly did which is why i'm so passionate about it because i
I I spent about a year in that. Yeah. So uh, just, just when you've just said that, sorry, I did say we were wrapping up this conversation, but of course I'm just now going on again. Um, just when you say creating content isn't the only way, <laughs> I'm going to ask you the million dollar question. So what is the way, Janine? It's getting getting back to basics, doing proper marketing, which is all over my website, as you know. Um, going back to what marketing is all about. Who are your customers? What do they want? What do you, what are you good at? What can you mm -hmm. do for them? Match those things up mm -hmm. and then focus, uh, take it down a level and focus on one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. and, um, so people think marketing is the communications. They think it's, it's getting visible. It's, it's the selling, it's the promoting, but mm -hmm. actually marketing is um, finding, basically satisfying your customers' needs profitably i think that's a approximation of what the actual definition as according to the chartered institute of marketing is it doesn't that's actually mention cool. yes. say it again say it again satisfying it's satisfying your customers needs profitably i think it's also identifying and satisfying your customers mm, mm, nice um it's not actually promoting yourself and shouting about what you do that's that's kind of that happens once you've decided you've made all those big decisions you've, you've gone through yeah. this you're like right okay i know what business i'm in i know how i want to service my customers i know what i'm selling to them i know what they need i've gone through all that you know packaging process mm. so would so would you here's the other multi-million dollar trillion sorry inflation um dollar question would you advise people in the early stages of their business setting up their business to go and work with somebody like yourself, albeit they're saying, gee, I've got no budget. Uh, 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 I've just given up this brilliant job and I'm living on bread and water. But would you advise, because being objective is very difficult, obviously you're subjective when you're doing it all yourself. Do you think that genuinely, because the simplicity of what you said is, is fabulous but actually when you're sat there and you've got a thousand brainstorming notes all over your desk uh, you know and then you've got to go and do some other domestic thing or you know and then somebody rings and then you think crikey I haven't got any clients and uh, um, and all the rest of it do you think that actually is the point where you should be reaching out and finding somebody to bring you that objective clarity oh that's a really good question because like my ideal my ideal clients who I like to work with, they've been going at least a year. I, I like it when they kind of got established because um, mm. I don't want to get embroiled in teaching people how to do social media. There's so many people teaching people mm. how to use social media. So um, I would love it if they reached out to me, but my top tips would be keep it simple. Don't mm. get overwhelmed. And just if you can focus on people who know like and trust you already and this could be previous clients it could be people you've previously worked with it could be asking friends and family for referrals it could be doing local networking depending on your you know what you do mm. um i've made the mistake of investing too early before i really understood what i was doing yeah, yeah. Um, and i wasted lots and lots of money yeah me too <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that uh, it's a classic. Absolutely, because you're going to grow, and you have to allow that grow. You have to allow the growing to happen, and it happens organically because you're having conversations with people, and then you're discovering what their needs are, and then you're finding the links with what you can actually give. And this all can only happen as you start to evolve and you're quite right if you go and chunk it all in and throw money at a whole marketing strategy on day one you will probably have put that into a pit um, that will never come back it, it's life and we, we accept that we're going to waste a bit of money along the way but um, I think you're right just start a bit more organically and um, and then at a, a stage where you're further along that path invest in the help to get that clarity and the planning and yeah yeah i like this um, oh sorry we're still uh, we're still recording so i'm going to say <laughs> i'm going to say goodbye janine um enjoy the rest of your day and i will catch up with you soon and this has been an absolutely not only fabulously enjoyable conversation but full of golden nuggets so thank you so much always a pleasure always a pleasure to chat Yes! Take action. Try this one small step. Janine was suggesting that you do a bit of simple planning. That's such a good idea. So one of the things you can do with your planning is check out the stuff you're doing for visibility, trust and brand building. Put that in a list and then spot what you're doing for lead generation and actual calls to action. And see where you may be are muddling the two up. Get a clearer picture of that. And while you're at it, in that whole visibility building and allowing people to get to know you more as a person, maybe just try and take one little step. If your gut is saying, I want to do this, then maybe listen to it like Janine did. Lot of fascinating stuff. You might need some show notes. So head over to trishalewis.com forward slash make it real podcast to download those and subscribe because then you'll know when the next episode is available. I give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it. Look forward to the next episode. Never be replaced